now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present. What the hell just, something happened, I must have got a thing. Welcome to Dysfunction <laughs> Junction. Fuck yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I forgot to put my phone on private. Sorry, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the, the trials and tribulations of an at-home producer. Yeah. Let me hear your, let me hear your tootsie roll. Tootsie oh, roll. oh. It's a good oh. thing those are in that room this time, not in this room. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh we, we have a box of midges. I didn't shit. I didn't shit for a week that time. Oh, it's like it's like oh, you're eating, eating crayons, tasting flavored in chocolate. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dysfunction <laughs> Junction. Uh, these are my co-hosts. Uh, this week we are uh, Cremo Wheat and <laughs> Kanye Twitty. If you can't see it, hello we're Amber. How are you? Us. Wow. Hi. hi Amber. Hi hi hi. Nice. How are you? How are you? Welcome. Welcome. All right. To this, so uh, welcome to the sideshow. That's right. Welcome yep. to the sideshow. Let's turn Lynch up a little bit. He's a little quiet. No, I like him better that way. I know. I know. Well, I'll turn him down then. That's excellent. Much better. Yeah, oh, it's Amber. Amber's first time checking us out. Uh, Amber, I know from the NASCAR groups. Uh, very wonderful, wonderful person. Oh, they're making there a it is! turn. The Symphony of Destruction. I was, I was I hoping you'd have that. I will. I'm gonna load. I want to load it into one of the buttons on the machine. You got two weeks to do so. Because remember, we're not here next week. Oh, that's no. right. You're in sunny Florida. I am. Well, you better give us an update, though. I will. A live update. You guys will get a little video, something or other. I am very jealous of Florida. Why? Weather. It's weather. Oh, I was gonna say because they have freedom, and unlike this blue bullshit state we live in, fuck everybody. Ron DeSantis for president. Well, nope. You know gonna, I, easy, I have spoken. Easy. You know that. I mean, just, you know it's going to go just that remember, way. Remember that fucker's in charge of the state where I can say Florida man and then say any fucking thing I want after it. And everybody on the planet's gonna go. You know that shit happened. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm, so, I'm, you know, hands are up on that one. Yeah, you, you know, come the, up with the, the leader most... of the the leader of the crazy table. You're still at the crazy table. Yeah, that's true. Crazy train. Crazy train. <laughs> Before we get into tonight's topic, I do have a quick hit. I wanted to tell you guys about it. It's gonna come in two parts. The first part is something I heard about today, which unfortunately, Lynch, you're a part of this. Uh -oh. Um. I heard about the look. We came up in a time, us three were men of our particularly close age, where in the eighties everything had a label, and then in the 90s nobody wanted to have a label anymore, and it, it was a good 20-year run. <laughs> and then sometime about 10 years ago, everybody started getting labels again. Well, when everybody right, well, when everybody started to have to everybody needed needed their label mm -hmm. when they started switching where they came from and where they were going sexually. Well, this one has nothing to do with that, but I heard a term today, and we used to use this term to describe a stupid person. Lynch is not stupid. Let's start there. These people are called dinks, D-I-N-K, dual income, dual income, no kids. Oh, I've heard that. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. So now they have a separate subsection of dinks I'm a called, dink. called dinkwad. Which is dual income, no kid, with a dog. Now, I'm that too. I don't know where on this earth people have become so brazenly stupid. So with a dog, W-A-D-I-N-K, so they're dinkwads? 
Yes, they're dinkwads. And I can't for the life of me, just because you can make an acronym out of something doesn't mean you should make an acronym out of something. You, whoever you are that came up with the dinkwad things, you are a fucking idiot. Yes. So I would like to believe that as we progress and the younger set is degressing into the alphabet club and everything's got an acronym or a label or we're two spirit fucking unicorn butt bombs or whatever the fuck. I'm a pony. I'm can, a pony. can we just stop? Seriously. This has gone far too well, far. When yeah, you take something like this and you call yourself a dink, well, first of all, you are a dink for calling yourself a dink. Um, but second of all, now you want to call yourself a dink wad. Dude, have you no shame? Seriously? Oh, I have here's, an objection. Here's, here's Overruled. Objection. No. That, that very accurately describes me, but I would have to add an S at the end of that acronym because I have multiple dogs. Oh, so you're a they, them. You're a dink wads. Yes. You're plural. See, I'm I have a problem with this. <laughs> I knew you would. Where, where do, would you like this. me to start? I'm going to have a problem with this because, once again, this is white people misappropriating. Yes, <laughs> this is white people misappropriating a jargon term and taking it and using it for some bullshit <laughs> tree hugger excuse reason. Okay, the word dink actually is a financial industry term. It's mm -hmm. used in, usually used in housing markets. I am. Um, okay, it's used in housing and real estate. Uh, what do we got? And somebody says it's there. Oh, there. I got, I got a dink that looks, let's looking for a house in the college area. Right. And that means the dual income, no kids. In other words, it was used because here it is, buddy. They've got money, they've got it to spend. They don't have a lot. There it is. Okay. Um, then the dink thing actually came over because it was cool when gays got married because they were all dinks. Because the they couldn't part, have hey, kids yet. Hey, um, but somebody, now even the gays aren't dinks anymore. <laughs> all right. The, somebody was just not even uh, the gays have dinks. Somebody just scrolled across on the chat that they could barely hear you. They I can barely hear, hear me. Yeah, yeah which is odd. Which is. That's very odd. I mean, yeah. how much, how louder, how much louder do you want it, kid? Well, yeah, I know. Keep going, keep there. going until they're happy. Throwing it out there. Uh, I, I know, I know where Herm's going with this point, but when we were teenagers, I would say we used the term "dink" because we didn't want to say "dick" in public. Yeah, and that's what you said to to a stupid person. You called them a dink, and yeah, you know, you did exactly. Again, once again, because you didn't want to say dick in public and dickwad, which now I guess if you didn't want to get in trouble, dinkwad, now they're using it right. as this as this wonderful, fantastic term to describe us. Why don't you just call yourself what you are? A couple. Yeah, How easy uh, is that? Why, why do we need yeah. such a specific name? This this falls under the same look, man. We had rock. <laughs> we had hard rock. Okay. Yep. All right. And we, we had, had heavy metal. Rock. We had mm -hmm. classic rock. We had heavy metal. Now there's eight thousand genres of Swedish house metal, uh, 8, metalcore subgenres of uh, German this that and the other look, Scandinavian man, um, look, man, it was, black it's, metal. It's, it, listen, dumbass, it's all rock and roll music. It's just why, why do we have to sub thread it that much? It's right. wrapped in a different wrapper. I don't really like as, as the DJ. I don't understand. Like that's literally what my stuff is. 
my, st- right. my stuff is R&B, hip hop, or done. All right, I want to go to the audience. Um, if anybody has anything to say about the Dinks or the Dink Wads, uh, please let us know what you think. Identify yourself. Tell us you're watching. And um, here comes John. You got to know it. The thing about Dinks is, yes, they may have a good life filled with money, trips, etc. Is it really a life when they're older? The family is gone. What do you have? Have you lived a life? I agree with that. Because as and no offense to Lynch, again, he he lives vicariously vicariously through a lot of us. Is that Herm and I are going to tell you? No, again, no offense to Lynch, but all these dinks out there who are so proud to be dinks. One of the coolest and most rewarding things that we have all ever done is have children and have a family. Be it broken or not, we have family. We have our children, and you know when you see that little that little head sliding out, and you're like, "Oh, this is the greatest moment of my life." To ten years later, when you just want to smack the piss out of them every five minutes, it doesn't matter. You still love them with all your heart. Right. And it, it fills you up. It fills me up. John says not to quote the Bible, but we seriously were made to reproduce. It's how we keep the human race going. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's to not, perpetuate that's not the exclusive race. to us. That's, no. that's yeah. everything on the planet is technically supposed to try or is for the benefit of the species. <laughs> anything but, anything um, with a dink and a dunk. <laughs> Or some place to dunk your dink. No offense to those who don't, but don't tell me what to do. Which my kid, if you don't have any, okay, I agree All with right, that. I think on the, on the same uh, on the same token, just because you have kids doesn't mean you're smarter or better than anybody either. No, so, that's that's exactly let's, correct. But let's take that shoe on that so, foot too. Let's any go to my. Pe- any two people can have sex and have a kid. It, mm-hmm. It's different to be a parent. Correct. Than, now than let's go. Yeah, I mean. Because of what John just said, I got to take you to quick hit number two. Um, I went to my favorite place in the history of places, the bookstore, on Sunday, walking around, looking, you know, doing what I do. Where's their bookstore? Where's their bookstore in Connecticut? Waterford, Books a Million. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. I have still a Barnes and Noble right down there. Still street. kicking. I know. I'm jealous as hell. Coffee anyway, and Noble. fucking beautiful. Anyway. So I'm walking through, and I've got this fantastic sweatshirt on. As you can all see, it says, Wokeness breeds weakness, and I truly Another believe that. Another term stolen from by the white people. Sorry. Yep. It, was a, it was a black term. Just sorry. It certainly was. And I see this guy, and he's peering over the top of one of the dividers. Ooh. Just, just shit-staring me. A lurker. He is. No, he is mean-mugging me like nobody's business. So I go about my business. Yeah. I go to, you know. I go to the cultural study section. I go to the political <laughs> science section. I go to the sports section. I, go, I I look at all the books that I know I can't buy right now because I'm seven behind. And as I'm walking back, he is still mean mugging me. And I just kind of look at him. I tilted my head as if to say, you know, hey, can I help you? He goes, nice sweatshirt, <laughs> asshole. Ooh. I'm like, thanks oh, for your opinion. Appreciate Mr. it. Asshole to you. So as I come around. Happened? I see this gentleman, red hair, uh, red goatee, really nice blue fleece with a button-up shirt under, underneath, looking, you know, very professional until I walk around the corner and see he's got a green and black pleated skirt, black uh, black nylons, and a really nice set of black high heels. How are his tits? I didn't look. Oh, I just I just kept going. Short skirt, you know, didn't just, make it that far. I'm just nope. I, I didn't want to know. I understood now why he's mean mugging me, but if I'd have seen... This person first, do you think I would have been an asshole and said, nice skirt, dude? No, because I'm not no. a jerk. I'm, a, I'm an asshole, but I'm not a scumbag. I've, I've said it before. I say it again. Live your life. I know you would, Herm. But live and let live. 
if I'd seen it first, I might have just you know did the Beavis thing. Wait, wait, wait a second. Whoa, whoa, and whoa. kept wa- and, and kept walking. What was that? Is it say. why is it why is it that people just think that and, and much like John said about the dink population, Herm said about the dink population, on what planet is it okay just to chastise me in public for what I choose to wear? Fuck off. Yeah. Go on, ladies, go. Go outside. I have oh I have nothing but <clears throat> disdain for people and I cannot wait for Wednesday so I can get away from people for a week and but then again, I am going to Florida. I might see some naked guy wrestling an alligator over a Snickers bar. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida man. <laughs> exactly. Well, the, the, the alligator probably had the Snickers bar first. And I told the, the story years. Steal it. That I Snickers told the bar story, had it coming. Right. I told the story years ago. I think Lynch was um, guest hosting <laughs> on my old podcast, Chris and the guy who fucks everybody's wife, um, where they told of a guy who raped an alligator. Remember, I, I, remember, yeah, you know yeah. what's fucked up? That was our that yeah. was our uh, yeah. bi-monthly thing was, you know, what's fucked up. We'd find the shittiest, craziest, <clears throat> but true news stories and read them out loud. And this I'm guy not, raped an alligator. All you got to do I'm is look the at the Florida Times. The guy that robbed a Wendy's with an alligator. I like the one where the guy was robbing a Wendy's, fell through the skylight, broke both his arms and one of his legs and sued Wendy's for OSHA violations. Not OSHA. Um, what is it? They they sued because he slipped and fell in a Wendy's, and dude got the settlement. Wow, wow! It goes to show you our American justice system is fucked. Got... All right, Amber's Amber's, Amber's, Amber's discussing the way I see it. If you don't like what I wear, either turn your head or buy it for me. I'm quite happy with what I wear or what I wouldn't wear. Agreed, one thousand percent. And that's half the problem. Bashing my comment on what you said about the sweat. Oh, basing. Okay, no, I got you. You know, we may look stupid, and believe me, we do look stupid, but look at, it reminds me of that old joke. It really reminds me of that old joke. Um, there's a kid just dumber in a box of shit, and the teacher won't let him have ice cream until he can identify his ass and his elbow. So the teacher lines him up, says, Johnny. I like it already. He says, can you identify your ass and your elbow? Just like the ass part. And Johnny says, yeah, this is my yeah. ass, and this is my elbow. This goes on for weeks. Then one day... She gets him, Johnny, I can't do this anymore. Can you identify your ass and your elbow? He goes, yeah, this is my ass, and this is my elbow. And the teacher went, that's fantastic. How'd you do it? He goes, got to have kidneys. <laughs> <Ba-dum-boom>. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here at least for two more days. Don't forget to try the veal. That's right. And if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, come to Hartfield Jackson Airport about 1130 on Wednesday and have a beer with me. There you go. Lynch not included because he is sober now. Although he does have enough Diet Mountain Dew in his garage to lower his sperm count. Oh, you like, forever. you like that? You like oh, that? my God, dude. So much so, hydrogenated, <laughs> brominated fucking vegetable oil drinks down there. A quick quick story for me before we Enjoy go Enjoy your on. yoga um, mats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I usually do the grocery shopping, and I go by myself because I'm in and out. In a, in a, I'm under an hour every time. Mm-hmm. It's the garage full Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, no, Megan says, you want to go grocery shopping with me? So I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good at home. She's like, well, I really wanted you to go. I went three weeks in a row by myself. I was like, oh, welcome to my world. So I go with her. <coughs> I, I, have, I can finally put into words why I can't go to the grocery store with her. <laughs> can't wait it's to like, hear this. 
It's like a choose your own adventure fucking book, and she's jumping all over the place. Chill your jets. Nope. Nope. Calm your tits, <laughs> lady. Calm your tits. And she and she's finishing a sentence that she started in her head. It says the last part of it. I'm like, what the fuck you? Are you oh, Jen stroke? does that, but I only get the first part. I get like, I no, get the so last I part. I was thinking we were gonna. <laughs> Ooh, birdie. And I'm like, can I get a fucking vowel, Vanna? <laughs> She's like, well, I'm like, oh, I finished. I was, I finished that in my head. Bitch, you were talking to me, right? Oh, <laughs> hey, I'll take what I'd like to hear come out of your mouth for five hundred, Alex. Uh, see, now Amber says she's like that at Walmart, and I am not. I am. There is one path. I take one path every time. I come in. Uh, well, in our Walmart, it's kind of the same, but it, it's roughly the same in all the Walmarts. It's a super. So I go in. I go through the produce aisle. <clears throat> I hit the deli. I hit the bakery. I go down and hit the meats, hit the milk, and then come back and forth. Mm -hmm. Whether it's on my list or not, I hit the aisle. There you go. Have a plan. Have a plan. That's why I don't like going grocery shopping with anybody else, including my own daughter, because she's she's looking at the unit price. The unit price on stuff. I'm like, I want to go home. In in the big black numbers where it says five twenty nine, that's how much it costs. Don't worry about the fucking unit price. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's stuff you can you can and I do worry about it, but. Oh, certain things, yeah, you have to you have to look, but I'm like, it's it's fucking sesame oil. Come on, let's go. Right? <laughs> let's go. Get, listen, Florence, get your get your Wesson oil and get the fuck out. For real, just get. The Lynch, are you gonna die? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Please, Please don't, don't die. <laughs> if you do, can you wait till we get a few more viewers? I'd like to get some ratings out of this shit, dude. If he's gonna do it, do it on the fucking show because I'm sure I'll let you know it, when. It, it, well, we'll have and th- then we can have. We can have an online wake right? funeral live wake. stream nine one one call I'll from spend Burns. Extra money to... for the one month and just for that one show, and so we can have two or three cameras lined up. There you and go. I'll have one like right over your right, <coughs> literally right up at. We'll get trapped to shoot it. <coughs> for real, I'll get the drone. I'll put the drone up. We'll do Ooh. it. It'll be great. We'll get some aerial footage. Um, all right. So look, I, I I can sympathize with you. Um, as far as, you know, with me, you know what you want. You know where to get it. Get it. Get out. Don't fuck around. And the one thing that drives me nuts, I love running into people I know and seeing them and talking to them and whatnot. Like, hey, Chris, how you been? Doing good. Just grabbing some shit, getting ready to go home. Oh, hey, let me tell you about the 8,000 things that has happened to me since I last. No. No, motherfucker. I just got through telling you my intention is to grab some shit get my ass home this ice cream will melt if you tell me about the four thousand things you did in the last three months since i last saw you in stop yeah. shop or in walmart or at aldi or wherever the fuck that's I, just, I start that's why I start my with shopping what? traffic pattern has frozen foods last yes yeah. so last. i, I, so I like to do the one last. foot push off walk away you know it's like oh i'll, I'll catch you on facebook or Shoot me a text. I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, but when they catch me, Herm, it's usually right before the checkout. You see them coming your way, and you, you do the obligatory wave. Hi, how you been? You know, what's up? You turn nice, your head. Whoa. Nice tits, Ooh, whatever. That's the beautiful uh, oh, thing I didn't about see you. living here. I don't Nobody know knows you. Soul. I go <laughs> in, you... I shop, I go home. Nothing. 
You wait till I you wait till I go to the Pueblo Community Forum and put your picture up and say, if you see this man out and about, make sure you stop him, say hello, give him a hug. You know, he's been through a lot and he needs your hug. I don't even think we have a community forum here. I don't. I'm about to find out. You know what? I will. I will stop taking comments, and I'm going to go find that motherfucker. He loves it when you tickle him under his chin. That's right. He loves it when you call him Big Papa. Pueblo, Colorado. Talk, boys, talk. Well, are we going to get into it? Are we done? Well, you're leading the show. You tell us. Well, I'm asking you. Are we? Are we? I think we're done. Yeah, I'm pretty much done. I got. I got. You know, clapped at by a dude in a skirt. Heard. Clapped at. Pueblo, Colorado events and community forum. I am joining now. Oh, you are in such deep shit, my man. Uh, yes, I'm going to follow the rules. I lie every time. I've been booted out of so many groups because I don't follow the rules. All right, guys. So, so uh, for the viewers at home, here's what's going down this week. Even uh, if you're not at home. Even if you're not at home, to the viewers uh, out there in, in streaming land. On the internet land. On the corner making you $20, I know. That's right. 20 bucks. 20. 20 bucks. Ooh. Oh, and by the way, just so you guys know, Big Herm is a welching asshole. He offered a cash prize if one of us, the first one of us to identify the photo he sent. I offered a sock drawer. You told everybody what's in the sock drawer last week. Now you cannot get back on this. So I won, and I have yet to see my prize. Pepsi, where's my jet? Come on. Pepsi, where's my jet? I got to watch that tonight. Oh, it's I, it keeps beautiful. Com- it keeps it's coming fun. up on my net, my Netflix suggested for you. It's fucking beautiful, especially after you watch that and you realize that Michael, um, what's his name, Venonati, just got sentenced to or whatever the Venonetti or whatever oh, the, fuck, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. lawyer guy there. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 what's her name there? Uh, Sparkles or whatever the Donald Trump's. Yeah. Piss on him, chick, whatever her name is. Stormy Daniels. Titty Daniels. Yes. Titty Daniels. Whatever. Um, that he was her lawyer. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he was just sentenced to uh, 14 years for Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Yeah. Thank that's, you. That's, like, that's her name. Michael Luminati. <laughs> Something Italian sounding. Michael Luminati. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey Muffler. So. But, before we get into it, um, Amber says, I, I have some thoughts on tonight's topic. They may not make sense to you all, but it does to me. That's why we're here. So when we get to a particular point, I'm going to let everybody know. Keep the comments coming in. Herm is running the show tonight. So when he sees a comment, he'll throw it on the screen. He's going to throw it to either me or Lynch. But Herm is walking this ship, and he'll ask the questions. We'll give the answers. And because I, I lived down there when this was going on, I got a lot of uh, – yeah. Ugh. I don't want to call it PTSD because I don't want to rail on people or make fun it of people who have actual PSD, PTSD. Yeah, but it was close to home, and you were just you were just bludgeoned it with was, it. It's the, Sandy, bludgeoned. it's the Sandy Hook shooting for all of us up in the north when it happened in yeah. Connecticut. Same thing, so, you know what I mean? It's Everybody in the state knew somebody that was affected. Right. It's, it's interesting you say that, Chris, because <laughs> as I'm watching this, I was like, oh, that's when Burns lived down there. Yeah. Uh, know, but I, they found I, the body. They found the body insight. three days after my birthday. Wow, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was out at a, I was out at a seafood restaurant. You have some, um, like you were blanketed with coverage on Mm -hmm. that because every time they would cut to in the dock, every time they cut to a news piece, it's 
every county everywhere yeah. in Florida was was covering this case. They did a lot of coverage from WESH out of Orlando, which was yeah. the main news station for that Central Florida area. The one out of Tampa, I think, is Channel 13. All right, Herm, right the ship. Put us back on track. All right, guys, so here it is. Uh, Peacock has just posted uh, over the last, what, two, three weeks? Uh, it was last Tuesday it came out. Right, right, right. It came out last Tuesday, and... Um, it's uh, Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Um, first time that Casey has openly spoke to anybody since since being released. Um, they met at a, and rented a private house to do all of the work uh, on the show because uh, she wanted her privacy and her home is her safe space, which I can, I can agree. Mm-hmm. My, this is my castle. And I don't want anybody near it or fucking with it. Right. So I can understand that. Um, but uh, the show got into... The show was three parts. Um, the first part was basically what was was your setup episode. Uh, let us know what we were doing. Why we were, why we were there watching the show. What the reason for the show was. How it was set up. Uh, and then it kind of touched on the, the, on the case itself in the beginning and how it went down. Um, I wasn't too excited uh, about episode one. Uh, I don't feel it offered a lot of crazy insight, um, uh, light bulb, epiphany, thought moments. Um, it was just mostly the setup so we could get into to the meat, you know? All right. Um, either you guys have anything specific about that first episode that, that hits home? Well, you saw a lot of pieces from from all three episodes kind of jammed in there. They, they kind of were foreshadowing the second episode and then the third episode mm-hmm. as episode one went out. Mm-hmm. So they're giving you, they're spoon feeding you clues, and you don't know their clues until oh, oh I, I saw that back in episode one. Um, right, I kind of like for, I, foreshadowing. I can't, I kind of liked that they did that because uh, it keeps stuff fresh in your memory. Mm-hmm. As soon as you see it, oh, oh, that was in episode one. So you go back and you're thinking, what, what, what were they talking about there? Um, I like that aspect of the show. Agreed with Mike. It was just a setup. It was the first act of a movie, basically. So you're setting up the care. You're painting a picture of the characters and their motivations. Yeah, it reintroduced us to case to Casey and um, and, and her legal and her legal team. Yeah, and a little and bit set, about her dad. And, yep, set up a little bit about what she's been doing how she's lived and whatnot since then. You know what I mean? So we have a little background. Uh, it makes you connect a little more with who the character is so you have feel like you you, you know them a little better. Yeah, Rather empathy. than just being told a bunch of facts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought they did a good job setting it up and hinting as to uh, what we were going to be talking a lot more about. I mean, because it's, it's the, the first episode is the shortest. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first episode's only an hour. The rest of them are like an hour and fifteen to an hour and twenty. The other two, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's they're they're long. Like I'm watching it and I paused and I'm like, how the fuck am I only halfway through this thing? I've been watching that, for it feels like days. That happened <laughs> to me last night. Like, I was making was dinner and I paused it. Now it's the sun's coming up. What the fuck? I, uh, I paused um, it to go make dinner, and I come back. I'm like, I was only watching this for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I was like, really? I'm only like 30 minutes into this? But there's I, so I, much. I agree so much with both of you. 
on that where for those of us that you know watched this, some of this happen from either close or afar followed the news stories you're right it was like the welcome package here here are the main players here's here's the facts but what i think it did more than that was if you had no idea who this woman is and you saw the bumper yes. and yes. you said oh this sounds interesting and then you throw her in the google machine you go oh shit that's crazy it's basically a, a it's a scorecard for someone who may have never heard of this. Here are your main players. Here's the lead in. Here's what happened. And then episode two comes and knocks right. your fucking it's, teeth it's, out. It's, it's, your, it's your New York, it's your 42nd Street program. It's yeah. who's you're, playing. Here's yeah. the part they're playing. Um, here's why they're important to the story. Now let's get let's into get, it. Get on with it. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a prequel. For for somebody who hasn't seen a, a nine movie uh, trilogy, uh, yeah. Like, even if you if you Here. were if this you is were, previously on Blossom. If you were you seventeen know? years old, all right, seventeen years old, blowing through Peacock, or had no clue because let's be honest, at seventeen you probably wouldn't have a whole hell of a lot of what was going on. Uh, two thousand, you know what I mean? Yeah, two thousand eight. Um, two thousand eight when we started. Long time ago. Eleven when she was acquitted. So. We're, 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 we're 12, 11, 12 years after acquittal now. So you were four or five when she was acquitted. So somebody who is seven, 16, 17, 18 coming across that, and it's done well enough that uh, I would let uh, a child of that, of a 16, watch that. It, there's not a lot. The swearing isn't bad. No. It's not crazy bad. Um, they they always say fuck like three times. They don't get horribly violent, and they're not <clears throat> the shot, and, and none of the photos are extremely um, uh, uh, just horrific. A lot, yeah, I, a lot of blur. So I give kudos. It, that was very classy. It was very classy that they didn't go the, the horror route yeah. with the photos. They kept classy, and it wasn't about – it was about everything else around – the, the the actual picture didn't matter. It was everything else going everything on around it. what that picture was yep. that in the real world that was the importance. So that's what they focused on. Um but yeah, I thought they did a really good job setting it up so everybody knew what was going on. Yeah. I, <clears throat> and, and again, if you guys, to go, to if you go guys remember what I sent you during episode one, the the, the first message that I sent, and after that I changed my mind. Yeah. And we'll get into that as we go no, I along. Know, I know. Well, that was that was, and when you read that, you watched, and you're like, you were like, I'm ten minutes in on one, and at ten minutes in on one, you're still kind of having at ten minutes, you haven't even seen her move into the house yet. Everything you've seen, like you were like ten minutes, I'm like ten fifteen minutes, and like, um, when you said what you said, and I'm like, yeah, her body language, but in that point of the movie, almost all of the film was the old stuff. Yep. It was stuff from interview rooms, and we were watch. You're you're watching that, going, "This bitch did it." And then, knowing what we know now, and we'll get into that in a minute, and knowing what happens in the result of some of those behaviors are, now all of a sudden, every, you're, you're there's you 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 took your glasses off, and now you can see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't need these glasses. Holy shit! No, like right? no. No, like these glasses actually screw up what I'm seeing. And I'm, I'm uh, so we'll get right into two. All right. So we're going to go right into two. So we start in on episode two. And one of the first things you get in episode two is 
Um, we have the one-on-one, -on -one, it's the one-on-one -on -one shots with just Casey, and she tells us exactly what the fuck happened that day. Um, right down to, uh, who, where everybody was, who was sleeping, where room they were in, who was in the house, um... And we have, basically, she goes and takes a nap. She believes that she locked the door because she had the baby with her. Um, <clears throat> she falls asleep. They're sleeping. She is woken up by her father, wanting to know where the baby is. Everybody looks around. They search high and low. And... She comes out and he's holding her wet and in the scene, you know, they don't say that, but you're, you're, uh, I'm going to assume given she was wet, cold, not moving and blue as being described by Casey, because again, horrific event. Um, your brain is going to compartmentalize segments of that and only allow you to see and remember what's, what is, is not too much. <clears throat> Your, your brain really usually tries to do a good job of not making you crazy. Mm -hmm. Usually. Um, but basically, she come out. Kaylee was being held. Her father said this is her fault. Um, then he changed his tone and took Kaylee, and we never saw her again. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's Casey's story. One so, of the things that popped out to me um about the story and later on i believe it was in that episode when they have george anthony on the stand is that much like you just said herm casey remembers like to the detail everything about that day they get george on the stand and this is only two years after the remains are found nothing and he remembers what she was wearing and the judge says, oh, okay, oh, do you remember? Only, you, yeah. only what Kaylee was wearing. Exactly. And he, the uh, not the judge, the uh, the attorney says, okay, can you remember what Cindy was wearing that day? He's like, no, nah, I, I, I don't have the first freaking clue. And if you were part of that, um, that area where they're live streaming this every day, the trial every day, and if you lived around here, you got it on court TV, they're streaming it live every day. They asked him a bunch of questions about that day. The only thing he remembers is what that little girl was wearing. And it came out later in that episode that, and Casey remembers this, they had a dog. The dog died. He wraps the dog up in the trash bag, and, tapes and it around like, the top. Wraps, he would, they would wrap, he would, when, well, it was the brother, remember? Yeah, Lee and, Lee and George, you know, brother team up. Later, the brother, the brother later in that episode that tells how he did it a minute when we had pets as a kid and dad would wrap the pet in a blanket mm -hmm. dad oh, would shit. put that inside of some sort of a plastic bag uh would put um the animal wrapped in a blanket or something um and you usually and and one of their toys mm -hmm. one of their like one of the keepsakes of the dogs mm -hmm. wrap it in a bag and then duct tape the top in the exact same modus operandi as the body of Kaylee was found. Correct. And I look, 
people can say, well, you know, how do you know? Look, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start sentence by saying this: cops in general are paid to remember the stupidest, most minute detail in the face of tragedy. How do I know this? Because my old man was a cop. Oh yeah. And they remember stupid things in minute detail in the face yes. of tragedy because this they have to report my, on this it. This falls into my theory. So if Casey can mm-hmm. remember all of these things and all George can remember is what the little girl was wearing, Kaylee, um, and, and, we, right, we have an and, issue. And George, who, as uh, you and I all know in that situation, as we all are pretty much in our jobs because we've done them for a long time and know what the fuck we are, we are unconscious operators. We mm-hmm. actually do our job without actually having to think about how we're going to do our job. We just right. do it. Yeah, right? it just happens. Chris, uh, uh, I know I'm a Sarge. I know he progressed past that. But when I met him, he was Sarge, your dad. Um, so yeah. So I know that Sarge was a police officer every day of his fucking life, whether he wanted to be or not. The same way that I can't go anywhere and not be a chef. The same way you can't go anywhere and not be a salesman. This is all, you know what I mean? This is, it's just who we are and what we do. We don't think about it anymore. George is an unconscious operator. George would have known everything and how to do it without even actually thinking, all right, what's my process? Mm-hmm. He'd have been four steps ahead of himself already. They've yeah. tried in, in murder cases over the years. They have tried to trip up cops. You know, maybe you're not remembering this right. Do you remember what you had b- for oh, no, breakfast I that morning? Exactly, and the eggs were brown. There was a weird brown spot. It must have yeah. been for the grill or something. I went to I I went to the Cracker Barrel. I had the smothered and covered, two cups of coffee. I remember the 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 waitress brought me a Danish, even though I didn't order one. She took it off the bill. I ate it anyway. Yada yada yada. Again, these guys are walking, talking memory machines. There are cops that I still talk to to this day that worked in and around my father all those years ago. When you bring up something like this, they'll talk about what happened in our area with Michael Ross, the serial killer. They will remember what he was wearing that day. They'll remember what they were wearing that day. They'll remember where their car was parked, when they got the call, and what they did when they got there. So when somebody says, yeah, and a lot of these, where they stopped for coffee that morning mm-hmm. and how they got, and what, no, and I remember, cops are paid to remember really what song was on the kids. radio. Um, were you listening to the radio? You know, were you elbow deep and rubbing one out? They remember everything. And they Lynch do. being surveillance for the casino for a number of years, he's another guy. And I'm going to put Lynch on the spot. You're another guy who has that ability to remember stupid minute detail because that was your job you were paid to know this stuff i, I remember camera numbers i remember the layout i there isn't a, there isn't anything you can ask me about that job even though we're two and a half three years out of me be, being employed yeah there's shit i spot all the time like i can tell by people's body language when they're gonna steal um like i texted you guys the uh last week when i was in mm-hmm. manchester mm-hmm I just saw the gypsies trying to return the TV they stole from another Best Buy. And the, the security guy wasn't having any of it, and they ran, dropped the TV, and ran to their van. And I had it on my dash cam. So they, sure. now, it's going to come back It's going to come back to a, either a rental or um, a misuse of plate because they're gypsies, and they, don't, they never get driver's licenses or proper IDs. No. They just steal cars as they come across them yep. and acquire them. Those yeah, gypsies. little things like 
it's things like that. Like I can I can look at somebody and say, yeah, he's gonna steal. All right, guys, yep. here it is. Sammy said something. Him remembering is that what she's wearing isn't that shocking. You're right. It's something that was discussed. Sammy, it's it's not it's not him remembering what she was wearing that that is the is the trigger on this. It's, it's that what he doesn't remember. It's, the it's, detail. it's what he doesn't remember and the complete lack of detail. It would be like me trying to tell you that the recipe is um like like the most exquisite recipe. It's just it's some garlic. It's and, eggs and cheese. Uh, there there might there there might be Worcestershire in it. And I can't remember if it's anchovies or if it's sardines. And right. uh, I've been make, uh, I've been doing this chef job for 30 fucking years, but all of a sudden the normal traits that go in and are part of your job that, let's face it, um, uh, as men and women too, um, we have a tendency to become what we do. Men especially have a tendency to be judged and figured and... Uh, and by what they do for a profession on you are what you do i am very much so that way i am what i do and most men are that way so the problem isn't the isn't the the remembering her it's the complete lack of detail on a day that from the beginning that um uh, there was a, he said he smelled a dead body yeah um, In the car, yeah. when he goes to pick up the car, he says the trunk smelled like a decomposing right. body. Again, right. a trigger that they are... A trigger. Now, also watched the Kaylee Anthony story today. Uh, Dr. Lee, um, unfortunately, um, smell is olfactory. Um, and that particular sentence is, 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 is not true because all kinds of rot smell the same um it's the varying degrees it's it's mm -hmm. it's it's rot it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's human body rot if it's trash rot if it's uh rotten nature rotten smells rotten it's 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 a chemical breakdown process that happens it's a protein's being broken down right, and turned right, into right. sugars it pretty much happens and... regardless of how or what so um her the fact that the garbage had been in her car for what three weeks almost finally yep yep uh rotten in the in the middle of in the summer uh um, july june july, july completely understandable where rot would happen now i get it and they've 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 combated that whole it was a dead body but you're not able to tell by smell to smell whether it's a dead body or a rotten steak um because dead meat is dead meat so, we discussed that on the Derek the Undertaker mm -hmm. show. Ophalactical um, emanary emancipations. Right. Uh, Amber <laughs> so, had a good. I think Amber had a good point. That I scrolled across and I missed it. What happened? Yeah, that, uh, take a look and see what Amber had to say earlier. Uh, in regard to what? Uh, she, while we were talking, had a message. Do, 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 do. Uh, the dead the one, body, the, Sammy. I'm only on episode one, by, not to interrupt okay. anybody, but I'm asking Sam: Have you ever smelled a dead body? I've smelled a dead body, mm -hmm. so, so I, I can tell you it smells the exact same as le meat left in the okay. refrigerator for three. All weeks. right, I, 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 I'm going to go back to your point, Herm. Before I read Amber's comment, you said it is an olfactory sense, uh, is it smell, is. but that smell sometimes is connected to a memory of some sort. A cop can that's tell the you the first time. Old, that's what, they, that's the problem with olfactory senses. They don't just register in in the sense. They register as a memory. Right. When emotion. I smell, they when I smell, emotion. 
Right. When I smell aqua velva, I immediately picture my grandfather. When I smell tomato sauce, when I can smell tomato sauce, because this thing's been broken six times, I can't smell skunk either, thank God. But if I smell tomato sauce overly garlicky, I think of my grandmother. When I smell certain things, it takes you to a spot in time. And especially with cops, you know, you'll, you'll see them sniff around and be like, okay, um, somebody had way too much cologne on and they'll do a sniff test with something. They're trained for this. Yeah. It's supposed to trigger something in their brain <clears throat> to say, okay, th this doesn't, th it, that's where it comes from. This doesn't pass the smell well, test. That's that. Well, that was that whole, what is it? Was it was last week we discussed the, the smell test and how it registers. And I don't, I don't remember what the fuck it was, but it registers in your head and you just smell it. Yep. So, but, but, but again, rotten, rotten meat is the same smell as a rotten dead body a dead right. body is just a pile of meat yep before at, before at the point what we're dealing with it it's rotten and it's horrible and it's it's terrible right it's like if a raccoon dies under your house and you don't know it and eventually that smell starts to creep you, uh, terrible um i'm gonna read i'm gonna read amber's comment i'm only on episode one but i think case i don't think casey killed kaylee I think George killed her and made Casey hide her and duct tape Kaylee and threatened Casey if she said a word and made her lie to everybody. Either way, both are good actors. I can't disagree with that point. I think Casey was about to out George for sexual molestation. I have a point about that in just one second when I finish so his comment. Yep. Um, and this was the only way he thought he could silence her. It's all a big fucked up situation. They both, both need to rot in hell for that whole ordeal. Okay, so let's let's walk the clock back about five years. Wait a minute. Amber, did you, did you, did you, did you dot, dot, dot your own your your own or did did it correct you and censor you yeah did you get auto censored did you get i want to know censored because I, I... i'm gonna test that theory i am too please excuse <laughs> our silence yeah it didn't censor me i don't think nope, See, nope there there, there's nope. herm yep and right underneath that is me she made all right so let's, oh, excellent. Fuck my let's, let, let's walk the clock. Do you remember that ad in the back of the uh, nudie magazines back in the day? The big chick? Yep. Fuck my fat ass. Anyway. <laughs> 99 cent. Okay, Amber just got out of Facebook jail, and she's trying to be nice. All right, so let's walk the clock back about five, six years ago when the Alyssa Milanos and the Nicole Eggerts are, are coming out and the Cosby accusers and the Weinstein accusers are coming out, and the big thing was believe all women. And I said, no, we don't believe all women because some women will lie to hurt a man or someone else, even another woman. So, no, we do not believe all women. Oh, you misogynist pig and this and that and chauvinist fuck and whatever. Okay. No, uh, no, no, no. Absolutely not. Breathe with me. I give you the benefit of the doubt, but you right. got to keep the proof and you got to keep it coming. Right. You got you to gotta show me the candy before I get in the van. That's the <laughs> point. And... That's a good boy. We, I, I get to reading some of these online reviews on these on these sites about this, and I don't believe she was molested. I don't believe this, and I don't believe that. And I'm I women left and right. I did the, the same fuck? thing. I did the same thing I did with that young lady who told me that kids know they're transgender in the womb, but they're also a clump of cells, and she shit all over her own argument. I said, "Wait a minute, what happened to believe all women?" Silence. 
crickets. Yeah, all of a, yeah, all of a sudden, what I was like, it's a pick um, and choose situation now. I was like, you guys are, I was, cher- you guys are cherry picking me twos. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're doing? We're cherry picking the best me twos <laughs> that get our yeah. shit moved forward. Not to yeah. say, and again, it's not to say I don't believe Casey Anthony that she was molested. It's not to say I don't believe Alyssa Milano or Nicole Eggert or anyone who claims it because that is a hurt that never goes away. And for those people that this happened to, it, it's horrendous. That is real PTSD, not this shit where a kid stubbed his toe in third grade or his mom took away his Nintendo for a week and all of a sudden, I got PTSD. Ah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, but I will go ahead. I will, I will point to that uh, that whole thing about the uh, sexual molestation and uh, if you, the accusations. If you want to start talking theories, um, I believe it. And there's a couple reasons why. When she was talking about her daughter, she was, it, to me, it looked like she's trying, every time she talks about her daughter, she's trying to convince herself that that, that what she's saying is absolute truth. In regard about, to what? About her in general. Okay? Okay. She's, she's putting on, not an act. You'll, you'll see where I'm going with this in a minute. Sure. When she starts talking about the sexual assault <clears throat> from her father and her brother, that shit is raw emotion. Either she's the best fucking trained uh, Hollywood actress on the planet right now, and she should be nominated for an Oscar, Golden Globe, and SAG. Minimally no. an Emmy because no, that's no, no, television. No, no. Lynch, I know you were. I know you were watching her eyes as she spoke. I know you and I were both watching her eyes. That three. Her eyes I, gave I, it away. I, I, I was. I was counting on you, Mr. Burns, but I know Lynch doing what he does, and me doing the security thing years ago. I know he was watching the eyes. When um, she was talking about the daughter, speaks, and she does always, not... always up and to the left. And now explain to people what that means, because there there might be some people that don't understand when you're t- when somebody asks you a question, well, no, you look was, to the left. On the right, it's, it's it's she was up into the she was up into the right. She did a lot of up into the writing, because it's yeah, backwards. Like all right, because right. here's what the breakdown is. Please break know. it down for the people all who right. don't know. We have. Um, a right side of our brain. And I'm doing this backwards for on the video. Where do we have a right side of the brain? So they see it that way. And then we have a left side of the brain. Okay. We have a, an analytical side and an artistic side. Okay. And things pass and things happen depending on artistic or analytical side to side uh, in the, in the thinking memory part of the brain. When you tell a lie, in order to their your, your body. Uh, you know how when you, you want to go somewhere and the computer needs to find it and it's it buffers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Your body has a buffer tell, all right? Um, when you access the side of your brain that is a memory, because it's a memory and it's a fact, okay, it acts as you... I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to look up into the right, uh, to, the, to the left, so it's right. But you look up to the right side of your brain and you access that fact information in a split second and then come back down. And anytime you're trying to convey a story of memory, which is fact and known, you always you have a tendency to look to that side of the brain and up. It's your body's buffer. Your right brain. Well, it's right. Yeah. When you tell a lie, your body naturally, and there is a way to do it, you can work on it, and there's a way to make it go away. I, I, I've worked on it. But... <clears throat> Don't ask why. You don't but, say. <laughs> but um, when you fat, when you want to access a lie, which is a, 
uh, uh, creative and it's something Artistic. made up, your body accesses and your mind and your eyes look up and to the left because you're accessing a creative and you're now using that side of your brain to create and and put a story together that's cohesive enough, fast enough to sound believable. So your body has a natural tell. When you lie, you have a tendency to look left. Yep. And and, and her eyes change. Depending on, one, yes, depending on, on how one she subject talking. Or the next. I think the sexual assault stuff is true. It's all true. I believe all it's true. all true. And which leads me which leads a lot me of to guttural what, and eyes go, man, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. She's looking down and to the right. Down, you're looking. Down, you're looking into your emotions. You're hiding, and you're hiding you're, it, and you're you're retreating. You're trying to compartmentalize and and retreat. Anybody who's watching or listening, however you're coming across us, research body language. It's one of the most interesting things in the on the planet, and we all can do it with a little bit of practice. Uh, but anyway, when she's talking about the sexual assault, she kept she would completely retreated because she knows it's a guarded subject and the emotion that at the end of the episode when she's just bawling her eyes out that's not acting i don't think it's acting i think that's raw real emotion that she's been holding back for how many every year since she was 12 years old or eight years well, old when she was first assaulted that's, the, that's, that's, a, that's a lifetime boxes that she speaks about and that's yep. the that's opening those yes. boxes and the problem is you she opened up the boxes and all the shit got dumped on the floor and now everything in the it, boxes is on the floor it, and she has it to back go together th she has to go through everything on the floor and place it all in one lengthy file and that and that's the problem with when you compartmentalize like that and throw the walls up you have to <laughs> touch that you have to touch that now and it becomes real again and you you, you emotionally react. So for every piece of that puzzle she touches, she's refeeling those emotions over again 13, 15, 16, 20 years later, whatever whatever the case may be, that's 15, real. That's 14, raw. Almost 15. And when <clears throat> when they did finally talk to the to the jury, when <clears throat> the foreman said the big the big picture we saw in that was we didn't believe a word out the fucking father said at all. <clears throat> And, yeah, and that basically leads me the, even the, further down the rabbit hole of my theory. Yeah, jo George, George helped her case. Uh, whether and, and they had, they didn't even realize how they were, they were helping her case. Yeah, because mm -hmm. her, him being the star witness for the prosecution, was a fuck you to his, her and her the family. Well, not just a star witness. Not just a star witness. The first witness. All right. The first witness. The first witness. All right. The very first. All right. Um, also, um, doing all of that with being the star witness. All right. Um, while <clears throat> on on media outlets, uh, toting how how she didn't do it. Casey didn't do anything. We're behind her. Da, 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 we support her completely lying in the media <clears throat> outlets and 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 here's one of the things that did it for me um it's george continuing after they told him that they were going for the death penalty mm -hmm. okay yep 
he literally locked in at that point. Now, my issue and my problem is I will bear witness if my kid fucked up. Yes, I will. However, if you want to put a needle in my kid's arm, you're going to have to do it without me. I won't be a part of that. My kid killed somebody. I'll sit in court and say, yep, they did. All right. But if you're trying to kill him on it, I'm not going to help with that. Nope. George, not only, not only did he help with it, he inserted himself into the investigation. He volunteered. With the police knowing. Now, this is the other, the other thing with me, with George. George was a retired police officer. He knew exactly how to talk to them. He knew exactly. He went in and explained the case to them. Yeah, he 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 wrapped he it up with a bow. He gave them the June sixteenth date. He gave them all the information they ran with. At, the first first and, witness. And I believe the police. I believe they fucked up because there's a lot as we learned oh, yeah, in two and three that George is involved in, and nobody ever, nobody ever. Pinged, nobody ever checked where his phone was pinging. That was a huge fuck up. Huge. And, they never and, actually, if for, the, they, the, for the purpose when, of the court case, they never actually subpoenaed his phone records either. The yeah. police did, but it was never included in the case. And, and the couple things when they were, when the those uh, cops were like prodded by the producers yes. of, of the documentary. Yes. And they, well, why did talked you, to, they talked around. Oh, well, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. They I'm sorry. Gonna, I'm sorry. Being a nice guy is not gonna. It. Yeah, uh, I don't want nothing to do with this because you're going down a different path. Burns, you've been sitting there for a while. What you got? He's googling. <laughs> no, actually, I'm. I'm looking through more of these crackpot females that are not believing her story in the least and whatever. But I'm gonna I'm gonna double back to what you guys were talking about with George <coughs> again. Like you said, they, he basically fed them all this information about that day on the 16th of June, but he can't remember what his wife was wearing. He's going to give them information that could potentially fry his kid, and he can't remember. What, right. Why do you want your child dead? Like, that was his, his goal. Was I got an victor. answer. Why, so do I. I do, I do, too. I got the I answer. I do, too. But and I, I'm not going to beat you to the. I'm not going to beat you to the punch. What I'm going to say is, you guys were spot on with that assessment. Is he is remembering or giving them far too much information? Information that he either shouldn't have or shouldn't be giving up without a lawyer present, mm-hmm. and basically setting Casey up for the ultimate fall. And why would he do that? I'm going to let Lynch talk about that because I think we're on the same. Main uh, Amber says he had the mentality: "You fuck me, I'll fuck you harder." She's right. Absolutely, she's Absolutely right. Because right. as, as somebody said earlier, I don't remember who it was, whether it was in the comments or one of us, said that they truly believed that Kate Casey was about to out him for the shit he did to her. Now it's still up in the air, and Casey does believe it that he was diddling Kaylee, but there's no proof. Okay, so. Okay. There, there's more to this, and Lynch is going to walk this walk this puppy through. All right. So it was Amber. Okay, she she identified it. Um. So, like I said before the show, Megan kind of walked in in part two, but she got hooked, and she threw this right out there, right, right during episode towards the end of episode two and into three. George 
George either murdered her or was abusing her. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm buying that theory and I'm going to walk it down even further. He was diddling with the granddaughter behind Casey's back. Um, never let home alone, home alone, quote unquote, but he had a ax, full access to the house. Okay. And full access to, to the granddaughter. I think he was diddling her. Casey found out. I think he picked her up and took her out in the backyard and was trying to do something with her because Casey was half asleep and he could get away with it. And he either a hurt her to the point where he killed her or caused damage to kill her and then threw her in the pool to make it, to make it uh, Casey's fault because she fell asleep. She was going to out him. Yes. Out him completely that it was a complete circle. He, he was diddling her when she was a kid, and then she grew up and became a, a mature woman and it wasn't attractive anymore. I got a two-year-old here I can diddle with who's not going to say a word. Well, we, we heard memories of, of um, times that he had come into her room and yeah. he had used a pillow to smother her while he was doing to keep her quiet. Yeah, if she, so, if she, if she said, she, no, please don't, please don't, yeah, why not shut her up? She, right. So here's so here's he, my issue is I think we have I think we have George doing something with Kaylee <coughs> and a and a pillow and something goes wrong. Right, and that's my theory and, as well. And and here's my theory as and, and then puts her in the pool. And here's my reason as to why. Two reasons. First of all, if she goes into the pool the pool is water and the pool is chlorine. And those two specific ingredients will degrade any crime scene in minutes. An extremely short amount of time. In minutes. Especially the bleach, the yep. chlorine, mm-hmm. the bleach. Bleach will completely wreck a crime scene and make it un- unable to be tested. So. Pool water is extremely mild bleach. Um, second of all, my issue is with the way that Kaylee's body was found. That's the other part for me. Kaylee's body <coughs> was found floating on her, on her back. Okay. <clears throat> now. Wait, wait, wait. Found when? That day on the 16th? Well, that's right. That's right. That's she was floating. She was on her back when she was in the pool. That was his story. Yes. Okay. All right. Got you. Yep. Okay. So here's my problem with that. Um, Anybody, you ever seen anybody standing up just pass out? Yeah. Yeah. They fall forward. Really fucking off balance without muscle control. Your body naturally falls forward. If you are standing at attention, you don't fall backwards. Like they do on like, you know, on the, you know, you heal thyself and they fall, yeah. don't happen that way. You Your body forward. is naturally off balance and you fall forward. If she went in to that pool because there was a ladder, she didn't have to climb in and fall in. There well, was but a ladder. Like, but Casey right? kept insisting the ladder wasn't there. Right. That she knew right, the ladder, right, right. she didn't the, have access. Right. Right. The, right. There was a ladder. You couldn't just hop <clears> in and the ladder wasn't there that day. But she was found floating. You're, 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 
if she went in there and couldn't swim, her her body's natural position would be to have been floating with her face in the water, her arms out, and the meat and bone of her legs as weight. Yep. With whatever buoyancy. Yep. Right. The fact that she was on her back tells me that somebody slid her into the water and laid her in there and let her sink. Yep, because you that never registered with the police when they found when that's when the story came out. Well, because they had already made up their mind. Well, because, well part so of it, much, part of it also is where they so found much the remains. The police just stepped over, dude. The, what's his name? Cronk or whatever the fuck his name is. He called three fucking times in over three days. All right, called once. He was a meter reader for the uh, Orange County Electric or whatever. Mm -hmm. Read a meter, saw something. Read a meter, saw something. Redometer. Yeah, well, actually, he was. It was off in that wooded area where he would go to take a piss every day, and he just never right. noticed the bag. Right. Or if he did notice, it was just, oh, right. look, I'm now, in the woods. He There's was the bag. Very big when he did it. About that, that it was a bunch of witnesses. Of, he was very much so about the reward money for it, and it made him look really bad. But the police, I know they were inundated and had a lot going on at that point, but I don't think. Actually, Amber, it was three pieces of duct tape over her face. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I don't think... Shit, I lost my thought. Fuck. Go back Go back to your right brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Sammy's got a question. Why, if she believed her father was sexually abusing her daughter, would she leave with her leave her with her and her parents overnight many, many times. Um, they actually covered that, is that Kaylee was never alone in the house with George specifically alone. Was always with Cindy or with Casey or with the brother. So there was always another set of eyes. Now, what happens in the dark of night happens mm -hmm. in the dark of night. All right, so that brings me to episode three, when Casey is watching this, the video of her father and mother being interviewed. He's all in the halo. Mm-hmm. And he says, "I just want to. I just wanted to say I'm sorry or to forgive every, me. Oh yeah. oh yeah, everyone. For, I want oh, yeah. forgive me and forgive me." And then the mother says, "For the things I've done, for the things I've done." Then the mother says, "Honey, it was an accident. Did you catch that? Yep, it was an accident. So that that's what sealed the, the theory for me was at that moment in episode three, which was almost at the end, that he was trying to diddle her, and the family knew it. The mother knew it." The father was doing it. And then that's when I, Casey, that's yes, when Casey Sammy, found and, out. And you would. But we also, uh, I don't know if you've watched it or not, um, but we also are dealing with um, repeated sexual abuse over a five to seven year period while she was, was a young girl. Mm -hmm. And one of those compartmentalized uh, abilities is to, in order to, to survive in the rest of the world, you you it's there's a lot of denial and the compartmentalization is is that's what was that was basically what was allowing her to have that that life that she was quote unquote living she was trying to there was some crazy shit going on in her house and she was trying to just survive the way she always had mm -hmm. all right so i don't uh, again george was never alone um with her specifically uh, just the two of them at the house. But um, you have to remember that with the abuse 
there's a lot. I mean, let's look at the the fact that she's in interview rooms and they I, I have to do what they tell me when they were and when she came out with the first story the first time. All right. So we know what happened. She was wet. She was dead. George took her away. Who who's they that made made Casey perpetuate this story about Zanny the nanny and this woman and where and mother, the mother and father that's mother the day. that's what that's i'm they. saying that was that was that stale more um again that's that that victimology behavior um protecting the abuser because if the abuser gets outed then i'm outed and right and that's something and, i wanted to bring up and that's, is that, that whether that's it... the reason for that that unnatural protection it's it's is, very much it's the, it was the years of abuse that caused that it's very much like battered woman syndrome or oh, abuse or abuse child yeah up, stockholm, syndrome. stockholm syndrome when you're young and you are enduring whether it's sexual abuse physical abuse mental abuse you tend to protect your abuser you don't want anybody to find out that daddy dearest is an asshole you don't want anybody to find out that mommy dearest is an asshole. And that so you was like very much about protecting their story. You want to talk right. about you want to talk about this function. This is it. This is very it. Bad. And to yeah. to complete the point, you know, if you've ever been a part and parcel to any sort of abuse, you do for years and years. And when you finally release it and you finally say it out loud, it's like taking a bag of rocks off of your shoulders, and you feel so better so much better so good and part of this and she says it in one of these in one of these episodes i was protecting my abuser and it's very much a symptom of abuse and it's hard to you know we can all sit here for weeks and weeks and weeks and, and microanalyze this all we want we're not trying to solve the case we know we can't solve the case we have our opinions you guys have yours thank you for all the comments that you guys have sent because we're not done yet but you guys are really killing it tonight with no pun intended with these uh comments and uh yeah what <laughs> duct tape please like a ross part of you too oh wow yeah and going back to that whole nice guy image that george projected everybody thought ted bundy was a nice guy too until he got caught that's exactly so, what i said that, last night <laughs> gacy was throwing fucking block parties and working with the, the local rotary club and all that shit and guess what he had, fucking, he had 33 fucking bodies buried under his house yeah. so don't give me don't give me the nice guy bullshit you know not to say that you guys are or you the listener <laughs> are but when i see these people say oh george is such a nice guy fuck that they all know how to hide it, it they spend a lifetime doing it they're narcissists mm -hmm. and oh again so now the uh, two roommates, flash forward to the third episode. Mm -hmm. we're dink really number one and dink number two. And again, Sammy, yes, again, not not risking her daughter to protect herself. All right, we're we're not to protect her father. You, you're well. We're we're not again. You are trying to analyze it and think through it and react how you think you would with. Uh, under a completely different mental condition, and and we've um, all been guilty of it. I'm not the harm. If you don't mind me stopping you, I don't know, Sammy, if you were a survivor or not. I, I and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. We're not trying to, to out you. anything. We're not trying to trivialize anybody. it either. However, um, 
I do know that years of repeated sexual abuse from a parent will completely fuck up how you think and you don't think straight mm -hmm. because there's a lot of shit going on that you kind of don't aren't able to deal with right you aren't really the greatest of parents because you haven't progressed yet so i'm not saying she was a bad parent but she had a lot of baggage mm -hmm. and we've all got baggage and whatever that baggage is affects how we do a lot of things and i Sometimes have to that I, baggage I... makes us overprotective. sometimes it makes us less protective sometimes it clouds our thoughts and makes us less effective than we would under normal operating conditions and the one thing i'd like to add to this is i know we all do it at one point or another whether it's about <clears throat> this particular case or anything we talk about in the news when it when it comes to children is that first line everything you say after that has to be discounted and the line is if that were my kid horseshit you know why because we're it's all not, wired differently it's what not. i would do for my kid you know is different from what herm would do for his kid but in in our hearts it's all the same but now we're talking about, as Herm said, someone who has got so much psychological damage that right is wrong, up is down, and she doesn't know whether to shit or wind or watch. Yeah, well, and just going through life as every day is 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 some is a is a completely different kind of everyday survival. Every day is different. How you mm -hmm. how you react to your day? I mean, it, it's because you're so emotional all the time. And that, like I was going to bring up the, the third episode where the two. Oh, we finally got our first bot. Look at this. We My private one. photo. It's on this side. We are popular enough to have bots, bots. come in That's and try right. to gonna... get you to look at their private photos on this site. Do not I'm click gonna... that link. I'm gonna... it's, it's spam. Oh, no, garbage. no. I'm going to put the user in timeout. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, XXX20 site. Fuck you. Nobody wants We're, to see your private photo shoot. That we have bots. That's... Isn't that great? All right. Write that shit down. Isn't that great? On December 5th, 2022, we, we finally, we had our first bot. We had our first bot. We're bot worthy. Oh, my God. But, yeah, look, and baby again, steps, gentlemen, baby steps. the reason I, I brought up the if that were my kid is because it's not your kid. And as much as our heart pours out for Kaylee Anthony <clears throat> back then, especially I, my daughter is not even a year old when this happens. I am working nights, staying with her during the day, and I'm watching all this shit unfold every fucking day. It's like, here's your SpongeBob, take your nap, I'm going to get my Casey fill, and I watch this all the fucking time. And while I'm doing that, all I could think of is my kid in the other room, nine, ten months old, what have you, learning how to walk, tootling around. I'm like, oh, I can't imagine if that happened to Emma. I can't imagine doing something like that to Emma. And furthermore, you know, I, I, I thank God that I never said the words if that were my kid. And all of the all of this super analyzing, yes, we're doing it for kind of entertainment purposes, but also to get you guys thinking too. I don't care if you're religious or not. I'm gonna say it this way. There are four people that know what happened that day. George, Casey, Kaylee, and God. Now, two of them can speak one of them has the other one is not speaking on it anymore one of them is dead and one of them's god who doesn't speak except through that signs and any of his phone calls i know right i tried to call him three times this week i go to some his house every i go to his house every sunday he's never there some bitch owes me three bucks <laughs> no that's the nigerian prince knock it off yeah 
But, you know, again, right now, and I, I say this, do I think she's implicit in her involvement? Yes. Do oh, yeah, I absolutely. think do I think she killed her daughter? I'm no. leaning toward no after all these years because she's put it all out on Front Street. And again, um, Amber said it. Amber said it earlier in the thread. I gotta find it. Some women. Oh God, yeah, I gotta find it. Better than men, or yes. whatever it was. Yes, and that's why I always hate believe all women and all that bullshit. No, you don't believe all women. You believe women, but not all of them, because we all know one lying bitch that would like to nothing more than to ruin someone's life. So beyond that. We got again. Is she implicit? Yes. Do I think she killed the daughter? Oh, yeah, no. Well, do she, I think? Do I think George knows more than he's letting on? Yes. Absolutely. Do I think the not guilty verdict was just? Yes. On top of this, on top of all of this, we as a society, and I'm painting with a real broad brush. I'm not speaking of these two guys with me. I'm not speaking of any of you on here. Are these people? But just because you think it doesn't make it so, especially when you get comments over these threads that say, I happen to know she did it. I am I am guaranteeing she did it. Really? So what empirical evidence do you have, Barnaby Jones, to tell me this happened? What's going on, Barney Miller? Tell me. Let's, on, sip with, let, let, let's sip with the situation. What the fuck? Yeah, well, come on, uh, Quincy, put, put your two cents in. Oh, Quincy, nice. Let's get to these two comments, Tarn, real quick. Say, uh, Sammy, yeah, um, in episode three, uh, episode two, that's pretty yeah. much how we open it up. We know exactly how, um, what what her story is that day. Um, um, she said, you know, she woke up, normal day, they took a nap. She woke up from the nap, her father woke up from the nap, the baby was gone. They looked for the baby all over the house. She went inside looking for the baby again to check some spots. She came outside, and George was holding the the baby. Was holding the baby. Um, he told her that this was her fault, and extremely sternly and 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 nastily. Mm -hmm. And then, um, she says he softened his tone. Because she was holding him, he came over and took the baby back from Kaylee and said, I'll take care of this. And that's all Kaylee knows. She never mm -hmm. saw the baby's body. Right. Um, before, before all three of us give our take on what we believe, not that anything we can prove. Again, none of us are investigating this case. Uh, Amber has two really good comments, and Sammy has a question, but I'm not quite sure. Sammy, clarify your question, please. Uh, Amber says, does anybody think to look at the uncle, Casey's little brother? Yeah, he was looked at. Um, I don't believe he was there that day. Um, I know there's rumor that he might have had done some diddling of Casey, but beyond that, um, yeah, I don't and think. And even she says it's it was mild compared to the father. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the brother was looked at, and everybody, and family members were looked at. But yeah, he was exonerated the right was quick. Looked at, but he wasn't there that day. He was not even involved. He lived in another state. It was yeah, it was a completely right. um, yeah. He, there was no way he was as involved. Okay, uh, Amber. Second comment. I understand exactly where you're coming from, Sammy. But until in that situation, you have no idea how you would react. Good point. None of us really do until you're standing there looking death right. in the face. Right. Uh, we like to think we do, but until faced with that situation, 
Um, you know, I, I was watching again. I'm a I'm a sucker for this. I don't know why. I, I tortured myself with it. I watched the Station Nightclub documentary the other night. Again. Cue the lights, Nick. You'd think I want to stop. It's it was great white. Thank you very much. And um one thing my grandfather always taught me when you go to a place, look for the exits, make a plan, know how to get out. out. But as they explain in this documentary, you know, that fire took 90 seconds to completely engulf the walls and the ceiling. And not everybody could get out. You know, it's like my, uh, Mike, the Mike Tyson quote, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Well, everybody's got a plan until the fire actually happens right. or you find the dead body in the <clears throat> pool or you're standing in the face of a mugger who's got a gun two inches from your forehead saying your money or your life. We can all sit here and pound our chest and throw our dick on the table and go, anybody tried to rob me, I'll kick their ass. Well, when the gun is to your head, how much ass are you actually kicking? Yeah, it's Come on now. You gotta also remember, people in that situation, like, like it was an accident. Let's say it was an accident. People panic. They they do really stupid things because mm-hmm. they're not thinking. It's a it's you're dealing you're thinking with your emotions and you're not your intellect is out the fucking window. So you're gonna do stupid shit right, right. in it's that moment, and then you're coupled with grief. Yeah, and you, then you, gotta, you gotta request term. Heard puff Uh-oh. puff pass. Puff puff pass. Sock drawer. <laughs> puff puff pass the sock drawer. Um, yep. I don't want to talk about the sock drawer. He owes me sock money. I'll just take the. I'll just take a washcloth. Yeah, there you go. The washcloth's worth. Not me. I'm um, going on vacation. I want a contest. Damn it! Where's my plane, Pepsi? Yeah. Where's my jet, bitch? That's right. Um, suck yeah, it. I don't think. I don't think she was complicit either. I think she had an active role in what happened, but I think it was after the fact. Mm-hmm. I don't think. She, I don't think she touched her. Like I said, she. Her emotions about her were very stilted in the beginning. That could have been the way they edited it as well. True. Because to me, the main target of that entire three series, uh, three episode series, was George. Was, was George. He was the, he was the main was character in this. George. Yeah. And I, and that's why the sexual uh, molestation comes into key play here. In, in her retelling of this of the events that, that happened, well, I believe it's again. I personally believe your behavior. What like again? I'm going back to the roommates that used to be roommates with her that were convinced she did it, and once that the producer Dude, explained when, to them, and they dropped those fucking bombshells on them, and the one guy the producer, was like, hold on, I, I got. He had to fucking walk away. He's like, I yeah. got to fucking collect myself. Hold yeah, the producer said that people who are victims of sexual abuse will compartmentalize. And become good compulsive liars mm-hmm. because they always have to change their story to make it believable that they're not being hurt. How many doorknobs can you walk them. into? You know what I mean? Right. And, and and they become this person that you don't expect. You, on the outside, they look great. On the inside, they're tortured. Mm-hmm. It's, and when they, it's when they, the producer said that to like those two, can start to consider it normal. Yeah. And, and when those two guys were told that, the fucking life just got sucked out of their face, and mm-hmm. that's when I got that's when I got chills. Because you're talking to people who, for 15 years, had their mind made up, mm-hmm. and then for that one 25 second explanation, their entire life changed. Yeah, right, and right there on camera. To 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 kind of you know put that into into a ball. It's like 
we all have our thoughts about OJ Simpson. All of us. <clears throat> Found not guilty. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. There are people to this day who will swear he didn't do it. And there are people to this day who swears he did it. Again, only three people, four people know what happened on Brentwood Avenue. OJ Simpson, Nicole, Ron Goldman, and God. And three of them can't talk. So again, spare me with what you think you know. Spare me with what... You say when and, and I'm not picking on Sammy, but she makes this, she makes this great comment, and I, I applaud her heart. I really do. Uh, what I would do, and I have sure everyone does things different, but I can certainly say I know exactly what I would do in that situation. I'm calling a foul. The yellow flag is on the field, unnecessary. Fifteen yard penalty. Repeat first down. Because until you stand in that situation, you don't know. You think you know. You you may feel in your heart, and 99% of you is going to say, I would do this. But when it happens, that 1% comes out, and you're a hysterical wreck, or you're, or you're like Herm said, you're, you're visibly shaken. Your mind is going in 18 different directions. What do I do? How do I do? What do I do? And then I'm going to get to Amber's comment. None of us. I'm getting on a <laughs> – excuse me. I'm going to die. <laughs> Please don't Please die. Don't. Thank you. Uh, the, I'm getting on a, I'm getting on a plane. Is... Hold on. Let me finish my point. Please. I'm getting on a plane in two days. That plane could crash. Well, yeah, well, you know, I would push the thing and go out the window and, and slide down the rubber mat, and I would live, and I'd put my head between my knees and kiss my ass goodbye. I can say all of that. But until that plane is nose down, heading at 600 miles an hour, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't. What you, what you think you're going to do right now today can change in five seconds because it's all – it's all unwritten. You don't know. You're you're going to be in that moment. You're, and you're mm-hmm. going to act with an emotion. You're not going to be intellectual at that point. When you're when you're acting out like that, it's it's all fear and emotion. Sure. <coughs> um, that's why that's why when a mother and their children, they, the story from years ago that we've all heard a million times, the kids are pinned into a car. The car is against a tree, and that mother gets that. I can't use the term we used to use, but get, we'll call it that internal mother Hulk. Yeah. And she pushes that car off the tree, the bends the door open, and, and yeah. saves her kid. Yes. Um, Hulk strength. We used to have a different word for it back in the day, yeah. but I don't want to get canceled. What, what, it starts what? with an R. Sounds and like, it, run- it sounds like batard. Yes, it does sound like batard. Oh. oh yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. Batard I, strength. Retard. I got hey. it. Oh, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Herm is canceled. Um, Amber's Sorry, comment. It's white privilege. Oh. It's just what we learned. I can smell it. I can smell it from here. <laughs> white privilege. It's, it's just by Calvin Klein. That, that's what he's smoking. White privilege. That's a strain. We're, we're, <laughs> we're knocking down social norms. Um, Amber says, "What about Cindy and her role? We've we seem to hear all about George and Casey, but not much about Cindy. My theory on Cindy is she's after the fact. Once all this starts to bubble and she goes nuts, and my granddaughter's been well, missing thirty one days. I don't think so no, she knew that was the whole reason she fucking called and flipped wait out. Wait for it, exactly. Then my granddaughter's been missing thirty one days on, and then the cops come and all of this. And when and then when George Casey, was like, yo, bitch, shut the when, fuck up. When Casey's ass is hauled off to jail and they have a quiet moment alone, he sits old Cindy down." Down and says, listen, you got to work with me here. This we is what happened. Accident. There was an accident. Yep. Because you notice 
She's frantic in those phone calls. The first couple days of the news coverage, she is tears Jones, and she is crying the blues. And then by week three, she was calm as a cucumber, man. Well, and that's why I think they both told Dude, Casey the, to the, lie. Just the They told her, interview. live your life. They the told her to both live your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that, where they were picking her at each other? And they were fucking fighting on fucking film. Who? Mm-hmm. TV. Who is the and they're telling, that... e- they're telling each other to shut the fuck up the whole time. Yeah, he's like, shut the fuck up, Cindy. Who... Shut the fuck up. I'm like, <laughs> who was the guy that said... They let that who... go on A&E? <laughs> who was the guy that said, I don't know what was going on, but there's something fucked up with that family. Oh, that was the investigator. Yep. Uh, the yeah, guy he... in the green Hawaiian shirt who looked like he uh, was Mr. Awesome. Drummond. Yes. Oh, awesome. God, Mr. Drummond. Mr. He looked like Mr. Drummond. That's all I could think. I was like, yo, Mr. Drummond got some fly threads on. Mr. Drummond, mm-hmm. a fucking private investigator. He wow, Mrs. Him. Garrett ironed that shirt nice. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he um, was the great. guy that looked like Mr. Drummond was like, he went in and talked to this, and he come back, and he's like, I don't know what's going on, but that family's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, again, I think the mother and father continue, told her to continue mm-hmm. to live your life. We've got this. And oh, that was, they, the, they panicked. that was the boat. That was... He went to go Bye. talk to them, and they Fucking were worried about they were worried about Rondo and the Today Show. And then another time, they were late because they were the 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 foundation. Within within a week after the thing, they'd set up money for a foundation, and mm-hmm. there, there, there was some, <clears throat> yeah some like there was some severe overcompensation. I'm just surprised insurance money didn't play into this at all. Right. I would think it. I would have think thought if if george was going to go through with this see him being the the prosecution star witness here's my theory on that if she's in jail and gets put to death she can be stifled and her and her side of the story is never going to come out they're going to put her in the chair or however the fuck they kill people there and she's going to go away i can finish my life not being outed as a fucking diddler of both my child and grandchild he threw he he did the act. He convinced her to go along with it. Then he threw her squarely under that big fucking bus. That's and the one theory. thing, the one thing to me that still sticks out, and we already touched on it, is the Halo interview, where he's you know I got to apologize for the things I've done, and you know again the Cindy comment. Oh, it was an accident, George. It was an accident. And then you they switch right away to Casey. And her eyes are bugging out of her head. And she goes, wait, what did he just say? That's what I was just going to say. Did you, did you Bring that back. Bring that back. That that uh, that live reaction. And she was like, wait, what the? F- back that up. Wait, 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 wait a wait, second. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. 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 whoa, whoa. Did he just back that up? Because We're going to need that graphic sometime, Herm, whenever we have a wait, wait, yeah. whoa, whoa moment. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. But, um, whoa. yeah, she was like, wait, how did could I? She asked the question. What 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 do you have to what the, what do you have to be to be forgiven for? The mother mm-hmm. says. Yeah, and and mm, it was an accident. Come on, that just that made gave me chills too. Like holy shit! I I, I I kind of my empathy my empathy level and sympathy level for for Casey Anthony went from negative to about a quarter bucket because I was feeling for that bitch at that moment. Holy shit! Because you know, if, she's, if, she's, what happened. If what happened is what I, if I believe what happened is actually what happened, that that's just horrible. It's horrendous. There are there are certainly things that in that three part documentary I listen to her say, and I'm like, all right, you're still completely full of shit. And then there are other times where she's speaking, and you can hear through her body language, the inflection of her voice. You know, sometimes the voice would crack, and you're like, 
like like you said earlier, either yeah, like her voice she, quality would change, like it got like it got hard to say yeah. things. Either she is the greatest actress on earth, or she's being a thousand percent genuine. My whole thing is, and like you just said, I went from I was on the I've always been on the line. You got you got not guilty. You're not guilty. the The court works that way for a reason, and for those people that say, "Well, she did it." What if that were your sister? Come on now. We all have to play this game once in a while. What if it were my family? Now, do I have as much empathy and sympathy for her as you do? No. Because, again, a lot of the the coverage that I sat through living in Florida at the time, oh, it's just – it still resonates with me. And it kind of sits there in that little corner until a documentary like this comes up and then it's right out in front and you can't forget it. I'm waiting for the 10th anniversary documentary on Sandy Hook to come come down the pike because, you know, it's going to because that's coming up. And I pray Um, to God that we live that. And I pray to God if they make that documentary that they put the Alex Jones thing in there just to piss everybody off and not not to be pissed off, but to be pissed off at him. Granted, you can say things that are subversive that's kind of like what this podcast thing is that everybody does but to insult a group of people that lost their children and herm and i went to high school with a teacher that used to work in that school and we got on facebook hey i'm okay you know i'm not going to talk about it please don't ask me about it yada yada to this day she won't talk about it i i completely understand and i met a gentleman when i worked at the casino who was one of the first responders, uh, state Connecticut state police responders to the scene, mm-hmm. and he's like, I, he's like, I, I think about it, and I, my the hair raises on on my entire body. Yeah, he says he's like, it's a scene I've never ever seen before, and I don't ever want to see again. No, absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, to to sum up my estimation, I have more questions now than I did before, but I think they go in the other direction. Whereas before, I wanted to know. What does Casey know? What did Casey do? Is Casey the killer? Yada yada yada. Now yeah, the, those those were all answered. Like those questions were all answered. We 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 the, the, there's right, there's but so now many questions now that now the questions all revolve around George. Ninety percent of them My do. Yes, ninety percent of them do. Percent of George and the mother. Are questions I need to know and have answered about George. Yep. My my records with, with pings and that and we'll never have it. But those those are the questions. Yep. My well, only if- my only question right now left on Casey's end, and I think it's a question we've all asked at one point or another, and we've seen it in the chat. And as people listen to this and, and leave comments and questions and reviews somewhere, please start leaving comments and questions and reviews somewhere. Five stars would be great, but we'll take four. We're not greedy. Sorry. What are we taking a break? No, try to hit a mute button, bum, but bum, I hit the wrong button. Gotcha. The question I have is the question we've all had since this started. And mostly it's female people asking it, but I think us three have asked it privately and publicly. Girl, why didn't you just suck it up and call 911? Why didn't you just do the right thing right. at and the that, right time? And, and I, well, and, 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 and I understand the, uh, when, if factoring in the sexual abuse, I understand it, but... My other question to that is, all right, I'll let that slide and I'll let that go because of, because of, of the abuse she had. Mm-hmm. But 
but what was George's necessary reason for having her invent the whole story? If it right. was just an accident, it was just an accident. All right. If she came out, might... got in, whatever. The, 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 that's the problem. The problem is, is if it wasn't the the only reason to not do that is if it wasn't just an accident or the conditions under which the accident happened, which again leads me to believe that George had something going on with Kaylee. Yeah, and, and that's he smothered her or put his hand over her face to quiet her down. Something something right, went wrong. That, 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 and and if they go to the police right away, call nine one one. He's fucked. He's doubly fucked. He wins two prizes and one mm -hmm. phone call because he's a double winner. Yeah, he's a double loser. Um, so that that's why he he in my mind that's why he would tell Kaylee make up this story, and you're gonna t do what I tell you until I tell you to do the next thing. Okay. Because um, don't forget he don't forget he's an ex cop. Right. And what do what do dirty cops do? They can convince somebody that they did something or were somewhere without them even knowing it. They have a way to speak to somebody that convince to convince them the lie that they're telling is the truth. And you see, I see that a lot when I when I watch these uh, uh, crooked um, crimes crime interviews with suspects. They the leading questions. They 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 make up a, a timeline and insert the, the suspect in a timeline only because it's convenient, not because it's the truth. Right. I'm uh, I'm waiting for Sammy. She asked a question earlier. Didn't mean to skip over you. We got on a roll. Uh, I'm going to need you to clarify that question. She says, which part, the death or the kids being around George? I need a little more clarification, and then uh, I'm sure we'll all love to answer the question. Because that as that I, I didn't see that one come in. I do apologize. You know us. We get on a roll. Uh, they no stopping us. Herm. Yeah. Your takeaway. Your takeaway. What is the bottom uh, line here? Well, my takeaway is um, with this case, unfortunately, the um, the justice system only has two options. Oh, she's talking about you calling her out, saying that she says she knows what she would do, and you say technically until the situation happens, you don't know what you were, what you would. Do. All right, I'm gonna go fifty fifty on that one. I'm going to say, I, I, and I still believe this, until you're faced with the thing in front of you, we don't know what we're going to do. I believe that in your heart, and I said it then, in your heart and in your mind, you honestly believe that that is what you'll do. I can't, I, I can't say yay or nay to that. But I, I, again, I said 99% is good. It's that 1%. Right. I, can, I can completely support your conviction to that. Absolutely. 1,000%. Mm -hmm. yes, 1,000. Percent. 1, and, and, and I would hope, in the same way, I would hope in certain situations... I would act a specific way. Uh, I think I am, if I'm judging my character, and basically what, that's what we're doing in that situation. We're judging our own character and th saying how we think we would act based on who we think we are. And it's it's, it's good that you said and that, that your conviction is that strong, but I think we should also <clears throat> agree that until we're exactly in that position, we don't truly know what our reaction would be. Right. Can't play, right. We got that, that ninety-seven percent thing going on, but three percent is all it took to blow up the space shuttle. So yeah, there yeah. it is. Um, yeah, you can't you can't play your hand if you don't have all your cards. Mm -hmm. And you're waiting for that up card. And you and you look at you know like some of these major crimes that we've seen over the years. Just going back to a couple of weeks ago, when we watched the Dahmer documentary, he was doing this for a long damn time, and it was that one slip up that got him caught. 
so again, he didn't know confident. what to do in that. He didn't know what to do in that situation. Got it all under control until that one thing happens. Yep. Well, and, that, and that's a, a parallel to what I believe happened with George here. Um, he'd been doing it for quite a while. Uh, maybe it came out after the young child expired, and he admitted to, to his daughter that he was diddling the granddaughter. You don't know. These are all things where you can just speculate all day long. Mm-hmm. Like you said, there's only four people that know. Yep. And one of which is not talking. He doesn't want to anything to do with anything further on this he as far as yeah. he's, concerned, he's concerned it's over now you, i think that's a, i think he's stupid because if he if he really felt that feels that strong that the allegations she's making are false why not why not use this as a as a platform to tell your story and at the back end of every episode you saw that that crawler that said George Anthony refused to be interviewed for this project. Yep. George continues to maintain his innocence. Blah, 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 fucking blah. It's the same shit we hear on every documentary where, again, and, and this is one thing that came to my mind while watching this. The truth speaks louder than silence. And his silence speaks louder than words. Right. So if Casey is not guilty of homicide, which I, I think we're all on the same page. We believe that that is not the case, that Casey right. did not given kill that child. For, for, the uh, evidence? Given the qualities that required for murder, first degree, as they tried to get her for? Mm-hmm. No. The ev- they made their decision based upon the evidence provided to them. And the evidence provided to them, from what I understand to be true through this documentary, was a lot of speculation, unproven science, science experiments. Mm-hmm. And not enough to, you had no motive, you had no DNA, you had no um, weapon. Nothing. You you had, you didn't know the motor method of death. You don't know when at what point post, post-mortem that she was wrapped up, allegedly duct taped by the mouth. I have a, I don't think that she was. I think that's the tape on the outside of the bag slid down as she decomposed because that bag was open when they found mm-hmm. it. Yep. You can see that they blurred it out, but you can see yep. the flare of the bag and the shiny white of her bones and the duct tape was here Mm -hmm. about on the bone i think that's what happened and megan actually agrees with me as well um agreed i I, is there's again we could do we could do weeks upon weeks of of stuff like right the the thing that that strikes me and i gotta give as much as i don't want to because again, I still have questions. I gotta give Casey oh, I a lot. Too. I gotta give Casey a lot of credit. I don't care if she was paid a million dollars for this or fifty-five bucks in a package of ramen. You you got out there and you had your voice heard finally. And if yep. George is not guilty, if George is so innocent, if George is so free and clear of guilt, George should be the second one to stand up and answer these allegations. <laughs> your silence speaks louder than words. Like Mister. I said, he had a. He had a platform, and he chose not to do not, not mm-hmm. to utilize yeah. it. He had no problem spewing his guts for the last ten years on every Doctor Phil, Geraldo Rivera, Doctor Oz there is. Why not yeah. now? Why yeah. not now? Right. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that assessment. Not that he's he, a cocksucker, he, but no, he is a cocksucker. <laughs> I've never witnessed him do that. Oh, it's nor all speculation. Nor would I want to. It's nor all speculation. And speculation and 50 cents will get you a cup of coffee. It will not be hot, but you will get a cup of coffee. It'll be a cup of coffee. It'll probably have some backwash in it or dips a bit. Ew. Or a couple cigarette cherries. Oh. That's the best coffee. That's the best coffee. Waste you right the fuck up. All right. Sick son of a bitch. All All right. right. Programming note, ladies and gentlemen. 
no show next Monday. I will be flying back to the land of snow and bullshit. If hopefully we won't have any snow, you guys are gonna have some good weather this week, but mine will be better. Um, where the fuck are you getting a fifty cent cup of coffee? Don't worry about that shit, Amber. <laughs> I, I, I can attest to that. They're either there you go. Or fifty cents. No show. No show next week. I'll be flying back. We will be back in two weeks. We'll come up with something fun because the last couple of weeks we have been kind of dark and miserable and gloomy. Don't forget, if you have show ideas, junctiondysfunctionshow at gmail.com. You can use the Facebook page. You can use the Twitter. You can use any avenue you want. But whatever you do, start leaving reviews wherever you steal this show from. And if you liked this show, share it with a friend. Uh, Amber says, can you all do a NASCAR one? No, because no. we do the NASCAR show on Wednesday, the Speedway that's, Review. That's called, we, don't st- we don't step on shows. That's right. We we're we're not. Even, even though he is the other show, I, I, I don't. He's the big toe. I don't step on shows. <laughs> He's the big so. toe of NASCAR. That's right. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I forgot what I was going to say here. Oh, if you like it, share it with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe on the YouTube channel. It will tell you when we have videos up. And moving forward, we want to hear from you. We want to read your quotes on the air. And we, can so Jen- we can throw them right up. She said she's never seen that one. Does she not watch Speedway Review? I'm guessing not. We're going to have to, well, when I come back have- from next Wednesday, we're back. Come, you're going to have to come back. Well, you can go back into this feed on this and answer her. i never seen that one. It'll be a comment. You can just. I, I just saw it. I just saw it. Amber, how do you know? How have you not seen the Speedway Review? That's what I'm saying. So you can jump in and comment and send her a link how to get the Speedway Review. I certainly will. And now, I'm saying. You can watch two shows. Mm-hmm. Monday and Wednesday are going to be fun for you, Amber. <laughs> All, right. All right, so that's it, right? I will have the show up uh, tomorrow for the audio version on uh, everywhere that everybody steals their audio podcasts. Oh, nice. Nice. You got a notification. We were live. Excellent. Now you know where to be Mondays Excellent. at 6 p.m. You know where to be on Monday, and we'll make sure that Chris lets you know where to be on Wednesday. That's right. Other than that, we're, we're going to close it out. So, uh, this is Big Herm. This is Lynch. And we got uh, Senor Burns over here. And uh, Kanye say we'll see all of you. Uh, and I hate Hitler. If I can open up my phone, because this shit is. We'll see you all next week. No, we won't. We'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. But me and Lynch will probably do some live shit. So, you're going to see somebody. You'll see somebody. I'll, wa- I'll watch you from the plane. ASMR. Be very quiet. I can't help myself. You guys are too <laughs>